Hi, I'm Van Kelly, and I can play guitar, bass, piano, and drums, but I don't play any of them well. Hey, I'm Paul Patrick, and the most athletic I've ever been in my life when I was eight years old. I was the MVP of my summer swim team. What is happening and welcome to our podcast, Every Day I'm Different, a show celebrating the ironies of our personalities. Each episode, me, Van Kelly, and my co-host, Paul Patrick, will give you guys an insight into our lives through personal stories on a variety of topics. How are you doing, Paul? I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit uh, conflicted this morning. I'll talk about why, but uh, Okay. Yeah. Conflicted. Sure. Uh, we'll get to your topic first. I'm doing great. Got a lot of energy, got a vacation coming up. You know, you got those pre-vacation good feelings. Yep, it's right? all, I got one coming up too. Yep. There you go. Uh, so, since you've got the heavier topic today, we'll start with mine, a little okay. more superficial. I don't know how much we're going to have to say about it. I have a feeling we are both going to agree on my topic, so it may just be a venting session. But anyway, that's what this podcast is for. Today, I feel like venting. Paul, I'm going to talk about vanity license plates. <laughs> this is great. I've okay. been uh, talking You've about been that with friends recently. You've been thinking about getting one. No. Oh, no. Oh, man. I would okay. never get never. it. It is a waste of money. Okay. It is, So, yeah. So you are against them. That was my <laughs> first question. They're just silly. You know, like I have, there is nothing that I feel I have to say. I have one exception to this, but I, there's nothing mm, I feel I like got I have. an exception. An exception okay. to them being silly. Oh, okay. Um, I just feel like there's nothing I have to say so much that I needed on my license plate for as long as I had my car. Okay. Like now I will say I had a buddy who used to have a license plate, uh, WTF STFU. So is, isn't that a show? No, it's just what the fuck, shut the fuck up. Oh. But he just thought it was funny to sneak, you know, fuck onto his license plate. Now he real jokes are your buddy. Huh? Well, but like making fun of the whole concept basically, okay. which I, I, I'm, I'm on board with. It's like, this is stupid. Fuck this. Um, I now guess. the, just so the bullshit thing. To die on. Nah, well, it's not a hill he's dying on. He's, he's like, this is for funny. that hill. And well, he didn't for long because okay. the eventually after a year or two, he got a complaint and he had to not have it anymore. But then what that also means is we'll see a license plate around that has some other internet abbreviation with fuck in it. And right. Like, what the fuck? This guy is getting away with it and some asshole pinged my friend. Uh-huh. You know, so whatever. But yeah, no. They're dumb and I, I actually can read some really dumb ones my friends have talked about recently. Oh, they've seen you, you and your friends have like We've talked shared about them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, um, I hate them as well. Okay. okay. I was trying to, as I do on every topic, I was trying to take the other side and imagine what topic, if I was another person, what I could put or what I would, would represent myself with on my fucking license plate. Um, first of all, not to stereotype, this is probably more of a rube thing, right? Like okay. an uneducated thing. Like a lot of people in cities don't even own cars. So I imagine it happens less in cities. It's right? a suburban. It seems like a soccer mom thing, not to right. be Roofs. stereotypical. Roofs. Yeah. Okay. Right, exactly. Um, uh, the root part coming from if you live in America and you're taking your kids to soccer practice. Grow up. It'll never be a real sport. We won't consider it. Sign them up for something else. Um, I, I, I'm with you, but... 
and maybe it's just because I have family from the military and I've been on a big military kick this summer. Uh, shout out the Pacific and Band of Brothers. <laughs> I, you know, those brand new shows on HBO that are dropping. Uh, I feel like if I was like wounded in combat or I did a stint where I saw combat and I was, you know, I survived it and I was proud of that and I helped defend my country or liberate it, maybe there. But a lot of places already have license plates that like honor that. Yeah. So you get a purple heart plate. Right. Purple heart plates, service of duty, just regular Marines, Army, Navy, that sort of stuff. Um, Now, I think if you were like the guy who put fuel in the planes... And with you know, <laughs> and you look. Everybody right. does their part. <laughs> okay, I might be smushing bugs <laughs> with my heel, but I am still fighting those fucking bugs right. up on K okay. two, <laughs> um, Planet P, whatever it was. It's what? a bug planet, Johnny. <laughs> oh my God, you're dropping. Uh, what is? Of course that? I am. Starship Troopers. Go <laughs> Starship ahead. Starship Troopers. That's a terrible movie. Would you I like mean, to know more? <laughs> no, I hate that movie. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that's a different episode. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> we might do a whole episode on Starship Troopers. Uh, it, I, maybe that. I just it, to me, it's like it's like a watered down version of a tattoo. And maybe tattoos are a different episode too. But I don't like those either. It's just it seems to me like cheap branding for yourself. Which again goes back to maybe I can't even remember at this point if we've done an episode on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. Yeah. But just the branding yourself. If you're that into something, go talk to a person about it. If you are that interested on people who are driving on the street seeing it when you're at a stop sign or a red light, get out and go shout in their window whatever the fuck is on your license plate. I don't like wearing like clothes with brand names on yeah, them. Yeah, me either. I hate that shit. I'm wearing a band shirt right now, but I didn't used to. Now I'm like, you know what? I like this design. Design. I think it's cool, but uh, yeah, yeah. Support. I mean, you're supporting a, a band if they're a, you know a blue collar working band. That money sure. goes to them. That makes sense. There's logic behind that. But the government is getting this money for you to uh, uh, pr- present an idea in seven letters on the back of your fucking car. I mean, it, you know. I'm in all in favor of charging people if they want to do that, but it's not for me. It's not for me. Uh, yeah, no. It's not only not for me. I, I'm judging these people who are doing it. Again, at least unless you come up with I don't know something that makes me laugh. Nope. Yeah, unacceptable. Still, <laughs> make me laugh with your with your mouth. I've got two that we've seen on the road recently. You want to hear them? Yes. I, uh, let's rattle off some. All right. One of them is K H U N T two. K H eight and U N T K H U N T. K-H... Okay, cunt. Cunt. Yes. Just cunt, too. Right. So is that cunt's second car? The cunt had another car? Uh, I mean, probably this is somebody's name. It's that one really probably pronounced differently. Me. Okay, because let's say that person is using your just paper-thin, stupid defense of they're trying to be funny and rub it in the system. Space. Maybe. Right? And let's say they were like, I'm going to get away with cunt. And then they were like, cunt has already been taken. Your joke is done then. <laughs> you are done. No, no, I'm cunt too. No, I'm they assuming they're cunt other. one. They went cunt one next. Oh. Boom. Now you're not the second person. You are the third person. I don't know that's for sure. I'd say that if it's maybe they have two cars and like they're the family of cunts, and so they, their first car would be just cunt, and their second car would be cunt too. They'd okay. probably skip over one all together. But yeah, you might you be think? right. I think it'd go either way. I'm imagining is a, a three different jokesters, three different unrelated people. It went cunt, cunt one, cunt two. That'd be my guess. Yeah. All right, give me the next one. All right, two words: C M N, 
Space. Coming. Coming. Just C-M-N. Coming. Space. Uh Uh-huh. C-N-T-S. Coming cunt. Well, see, I wonder if they're... in my cunt? Well, I went with come on, cunts. Come on, cunts. Come on, cunts. All right. Uh, I, I bet they're trying to go for common sense, but it also reads as come on, cunts. You think so, they're going to... Wait, hold on. Read them again? You, C-M-N, okay, so common. Okay, common. And then C-N-T-S, sense, as in like, you know, coinage, <laughs> sense, common yeah. sense. Okay. But even if that's what they were going for, it comes on with come on, cunts. Right. So. Now, do, when your friends snipe these people, do they see the... Like, can we get some background into who is driving these cars? Uh, the common sense is just a Volvo. It's not I don't calling know. it that. It's coming cunts. Come or, on, cunts. Or come on, cunts. That one is just a Volvo. Uh, not sure about cunt. Volvo. Ooh. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I was, see, I don't think they're joking. I think a Volvo is... Yeah. See, I was going to say Volvo is joking. I was ima- I would. I was imagining like an old grandma driving like a Buick LeSabre with like, hey, common sense. I, I yeah, I... All right, you got any others? Uh, no, that's all we've seen recently. No. But. I say we round up all those people, and you know how, like, uh, Jews can't be buried in a Hebrew cemetery if they're tattooed? Right. We need something like that for, because uh, this is the tattoo a of your A cemetery car. just uh, for those people with vanity license. Or, no, but, they, you know, they're, like, not allowed in, in restaurants from, like, to 8 a.m. until 12 p.m. or so. They, they are cut <laughs> off from something in society because they have chosen to do that. That's my personal opinion. All right, fair yeah. enough. Want to jump over to the second topic? I think we sure. talked all we can about uh, vanity license plates. In general. In general. General stores? Do you feel Love like them. we, you, are responsible solely for the way you react to people? Or do you feel that the actions of other people, they are somewhat responsible for your reaction? Oh, I am 100% without any sort of... I mean, I'll eventually ham it up for this this podcast, but yeah. I am firmly on the side of you are in control of yourself and yes. your reactions and your responses. One of my... And I wanted to use this, I feel like, on, a, on another podcast, and I can't remember if I've ever dropped any of his pearls of wisdom on our listeners, but I'm a big Doug Stanhope fan. Uh, He's a great stand-up comic. I'm sure lots of people have heard of him, but uh, he has one of my favorite quotes is, if if you raise your children to be offended by any word, that's that's a poor choice and you're making them weak. Okay. And I I completely agree with that. And of course, he makes it much funnier about a girl who gets called a cunt and she's never heard that that's a bad thing. So she's just like, oh, thanks. No, my name's Melissa. But, you know, (laughs) if I look like a cunt, yeah, I guess, you know, names are hard to remember. He does it much funnier than me, but I'm with that. It's it's like you only get mad if you let yourself get mad. And and. I am what trying, is that going to accomplish? I am trying to understand, to believe that. Okay. Um, convince me otherwise. I'm, well, no, it's not the convincing I'm you otherwise. I'm just going to give you a scenario. Okay. So I have some very close friends. We've been friends for about 20 years. Okay. We uh, keep in touch via Slack, uh, this big messaging app uh, where we have all these channels. We talk about all kinds of things. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah, this is, and you're going to have opinions about this. <laughs> But among our group of friends, um, this my other the topic is really about bullying among friends. 
bullying of in a way, friends. In a way. Okay, when I was growing up, we called that joking around with friends. Well, and you know, it is mostly joking around, but... Sorry to interrupt, but that's funny because recently I've been watching a lot of old Greg Giraldo uh-huh. uh, roasts. Yeah. And I've always wanted to have a roast... <laughs> like for a birthday with my friends and everything yeah, like and that, I see, think it would be hilarious. I'm entirely down for that. Yeah. But on on this Slack, we occasionally have conversations, and it often seems that to me that my friends gang up on me. They pick really? on me for but for things I say or for beliefs that I hold or uh-huh. whatever. And sometimes it just goes too far. And in fact, I've left Slack, you know, okay. this whole friend group, because I just got tired of them for a while. And it absolutely has a lot to do with my own self-image and confidence right. and that kind of thing. Okay. But I was telling somebody this morning that, you know, in the past, not recently, but in the past, mm-hmm. I've sabotaged relationships with women who said I was fantastic and amazing because I didn't believe them. Because I was like, my friends don't even like me, so how do you like me? And that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, first of and, all, first of all, uh-huh. every single person is different, and everybody <laughs> is is capable of having their own thoughts. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. But when your closest friends seem to do nothing but pick on you, mm-hmm. you start to be like, you know, well, I disagree. I seek out the wounded animal friends. I <laughs> love weird, fractured people who are misfits in society. And if well, we can't... Well, we all are it, misfits yeah, is the exactly. Thing. But, but no, that's not... Some people take pride in trying not to be that. Yeah. And granted, if you, if you like, took a very meta view on it, then yes, that makes them the outcast. But there, like, you know, there is... <sighs> Whether it's because of media or whatever, there is like a, hey, this guy looks like a normal middle-class white dude. This guy looks like a normal middle-class black dude. This is a normal middle-class Asian person. Like, that is, you know, there is that, whether it's right or wrong, that that normal. And I way prefer people misfits, the ones on the fringe, the ones who don't... And I would say that my friend group would agree with that, and yet, even within the group, we find the one who's the weaker one. Mm -hmm. One of my friends in the group, uh, 20 years ago when I first met them, I didn't know the rest of them, but I was friends with this one dude. And his girlfriend at the time told me that she thought that he liked and respected me more because among his group of friends... He was the one who was always picked on, and I treated him like more of an equal. Uh-huh. And now, 20 years on, you know, I'm the one who seems to be always getting picked on. Right. And the thing is, I know that sometimes I'm being too sensitive or it's dumb shit. They're, they're, not, they're not serious about it. Right. But at the same time, when it happens with frequency, you know, it still get, it gets to me. You know, okay. I can laugh things off. Like, I, I, I agree that I feel like I'm the one who's in control of the way I react to what they do and what they say. Right. But at a certain point, when it piles up, you're just like, what the fuck, you know? Uh, I can't any longer rationalize this. You all just don't like me. I'm going to leave. Okay. You know? Um, hmm. And I don't think that... I, I don't think they mean to take it personally. But... And this is going to, you know, reveal my hubris, I'm sure. But uh-huh. within the group, I feel like I try to be the one who is very supportive of everybody. Right. And a cheerleader. And I will absolutely say that well, when my chips well, are truly down, they're in my corner. Okay. Right, you know? right, right. Which, is, to, to me, is really the end-all tell-all. I agree. I agree. But, like, on a daily basis, absolutely. some days it's just like, I can't deal with you all anymore. Right. Like, I, I, I've said to myself, man, what it would it be like if my friends actually liked me? And I don't think they don't like me. Right. They like me. But it's – sometimes it's just difficult 
to actually realize it. And I absolutely understand it comes down to my own self-image and to how I react to it. But do they have it? When, I'll say this, when I have addressed it before and said, guys, this makes me feel this way. And they've stopped and said, oh my God, we need to adjust the way that we do things. We're all too mean to each other sometimes. And, you know, we have a, a come to Jesus meeting about that. And then months on, it just goes back and reverts to the way it was, you know? At some point, it's like, look, we've tried to address the problem, and you all don't want to grow and move beyond this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying I'm going to break up with my friends. Right. people I've known for 20 years. Yeah. I'm going to the beach with them next week. Right. But at what point is it not necessarily any longer my responsibility to deal with how I'm reacting? Huh. Well, there's a lot. Yeah. To oh, yes. There. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, first this of all, my one. first suggestion yeah. would be listen to a lot of roasts, <laughs> pre-write some material, and just oh, have it ready. And that's and the go thing. for the jugular. I feel like I often like lay myself out there and make myself an easy target on purpose because I, I do like yeah. roasting each other. Right. Like yes. I can roast them mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, roast me. I, there's plenty of things that I do that I love being called on. Yes. But it feels like there's also certain things that, and you know, maybe that's not fair of me to say, oh, you can call me on this, but not on that. But when also we've talked about it before, yeah. at what point is it like, you guys are just being assholes to be assholes. You're just being a dick for no reason. Okay. Well, let's start with, <laughs> um, I think Psych 101 yeah. would say that when people are, are mean-spirited, uh, and outright bullying and stuff like that towards somebody else, it's because of their own insecurities. Like yes. when your friends are doing that, they're probably having a bad day. Absolutely. Like they something in their life is not going right. Absolutely. Okay. Now from a from like a cohesive group dynamic view, there is some like you said you're you're you are your your words I'm not sure if it's because we watched the movie election recently but you said you're the cheerleader of your group try to be you, you try to be which is very commendable and stuff like that but think of how many movies and pop shows and TV and things you've seen where that character is yes. mocked for that right sort exactly of point of absolutely view, right absolutely now if your friends air and I will say air because this is self-deprecating air on my side of things where I feel much more comfortable in like a superficial or artificial environment where I'm saying jokes and saying things that I don't believe 95 to 99% of the time yeah. because if I see something funny, I want to say it whether I believe it or not. Absolutely. And if your friends are doing that, you yeah. know, I'll stick up, uh, up, up for them for that. And I would too. And, yeah. and I do often step back and say that to myself. Right. And if I told you the specific thing I got picked on for this morning, it would be so stupid. Like you would really, you'd be like, why does that bother you? But it more is the frequency. Like right. I said, okay. You know, again, so, you're um, not wrong. I can about address that. that. Okay. So in this world that you have chosen to put yourself in, the yep. world of Slack. Oh, yes. Okay, not the friendship, not Absolutely. any of that. Absolutely, okay? yeah. The, in the world of Slack, you have the ability to, to remove yourself. Yes. Okay? Where yeah. it becomes, uh, I'm not going to say it's controllable for us all the time to 
react accordingly or how we really feel about an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Tarantino had it right, what, 24 years ago yeah. in that famous Pulp Fiction scene. I can't control how I'm going to react when you ask me that question. You know, uh, yeah. Travolta and Uma Thurman at the yeah. diner. It, it, I get that. Where I'm going to say is, I bet you there's some pattern on the days where the incessantness gets to you. Right. Something you have maybe either brought on yourself from your own life, you're bringing into that. It's more about realizing that you're susceptible to it that day and just removing yourself from the situation. I absolutely agree with that. And that that also boils down to like reliance on yourself. Yes, these are your friends. Yes, they're your closest people. And sometimes at our age, closer and more important than family becomes. But they're also flawed human beings too. And at the end of the day, you've got to look out for yourself. And that's why I'm going to always forgive them. And you're absolutely right. Uh, The thing that happened this morning I absolutely realized I didn't have to insert myself in that conversation. Right. I will say it was a conversation about a topic that everybody knows I yeah. like. And so I, in the back of my head, I was like, did they bring that you guys up? You talking simply? about artisanal bread. That's right. It was about toast again. <laughs> no, it was, it was about comic books. And oh my like everybody, God, I know, I know. All it was so stupid. Eat bread, drink artisanal <laughs> coffee, and read comic books. But I'm saying, in the back of my head, and yeah. this is me, right, yeah. in the back of my head, I couldn't help but think: Did they bring that up specifically to troll me? They they had it in mind. I just want to pick on somebody this morning, well, and we fuck know those people. If they brought up bread <laughs> to make fun of you, Paul. But no, they, no. It was just they felt they needed to. to step back and look at the absurdity of it. Oh, absolutely. I've been talking about it on this podcast. Hopefully, oh, it will help. The it situation. mega helps. I've talked to another friend about it this morning, right? And like, yeah, one of his, you know, he said, yeah, you did not have to insert yourself in that conversation. Right. Now, my immediate reaction to that was, fuck you. I could, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I also know that I have. I'm certainly not going to call it a god complex, but I do have this. <laughs> incessant well, need to be right. It's, and it, I am not always hey, right. Hey, Paul, I hate to tell you, but the world would not exist if you were not here. So yeah. you are your own God. Right. So it makes sense for you to have a God <laughs> complex. I am God. Same goes for me. Same right. goes for you, dear listeners. Right. Remember that. We are our own heroes <laughs> in our own story. Absolutely. But all I, Roman. I know that that is a major flaw of mine that I can't admit defeat or you know like, oh I'm yeah. I'm with you yeah. I will like I said I will die on hills that I don't even believe in because I just feel like the logic of what I'm arguing makes sense right whether I believe it or not is is inconsequential I want right. to beat that person I want to in win the I want yeah. to be so when my buddy was like and I had already said I said yeah. I didn't have to insert myself and he goes right. yeah you're right you didn't hey fuck you I did yeah. have to insert myself you know <laughs> I mean, oh, that God. is stupid. That is so stupid, but that that's is. why we're all going to die alone. And, yeah. and you know, you got to look out for yourself. Yeah. I I mean, it comes down to, I don't doubt that my friends, or most of them, right. like me. Yeah. But I also, you know, the friend group I have, mm-hmm. many days I just wish... I wish we wouldn't fight about stupid shit. Okay, well here, let me, let me, let me float out an idea to you. Okay. Right? See if you want to drop anchor. Okay. You know how I approach my friends because we've done an episode on, on right. college friends and stuff like right. that. And I can't remember if I went into, you know, like the logic and the details of why I do what I do because I think it works for me. You know, I'm intelligent enough to not just do things, but figure and parcel out and connect the dots of why am I doing it? What works best for me and is going to make me happy while not pissing off too many other people and stuff like that. Uh-huh. 
I, I think part of the reason why I don't get on Facebook and I don't chat with people on Gchat when I see their logos up and I don't text very often in group text chats and unless yeah. you ca- catch me in like a, a recently G-bonged chatty mood or something like that yeah. is because I, you know, I don't doubt that if me and my friends talked all the time like you did, it would definitely yeah. revert to that. Absolutely. And one of my friends who's going on my vacation with me recently, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but you know him. Uh, we were talking about him before the we yeah. started recording. He is definitely, I think he uh, would admit that. And I know for a fact, because I've known him for so long and I'm guilty of it when I was younger, without a doubt, he was in the position you are talking about. Yeah. Even though he was never the cheerleader, he was just the one who would kind of say the dumbest shit. And, and people, there's always was, somebody right, who gets exactly. picked Exactly. But again, that's why I love him. You know, I don't yeah. want to hang out with the, the fucking Proust scholar. And yeah. I'll be like, the, you know, that would be very trying for me. I'd much rather hang out with the weirdos. And, uh, it, it's, Fuck, now I forget where I was going. There's so much to talk about. Uh, Oh, for me personally. So I removed myself from there. Do you think – yes, I think my friends would revert to that that making fun of each other and it would become trying after a while. But more so for me is I would find it boring. I feel like our conversations would be boring. Now, maybe you and your friends don't have that. But for the same reason, maybe – because you're so connected all the time, you're watering it down. And oh, you're that's picking up absolutely. on the minutia and stuff like that. So maybe if you yes. took some more personal time or you and your girlfriend time and only yes. talk to your friends at less, that wouldn't be a bad thing. It wouldn't be a good thing. It And that's what it comes down to. I mean, I did take a break from Slack back uh, about six months ago. Okay, but now what's your definition of a, a break? I was off because for like if a we month. Talk, I like know, deleted my account. Okay, I like completely okay, was gone month. Uh, yeah, for like that's a month. Good. Yeah. Um, I, How did you feel after the month? I, Sometimes I feel like you're a therapist on this show. How'd you feel oh yeah. for that? <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I felt good, but I did miss them. And I will say in the end, yeah. I think you're right that uh, one solution would be like you all just – that's not natural that you all talk so much. Most friend groups don't do that. But then on the flip side, people will say, wow, that's amazing that you guys are so close that you do that mm-hmm. and you have such close friends. Right. But it, it obviously leads to problems. And yeah. so there's advantages and disadvantages. And so, yes, what I should do. And when my buddy this morning and I were talking, you know, he said, yeah, you didn't have to insert yourself. Right. And he said, you know, work is going to be starting back soon. We're on summer vacation. Uh-huh. And so he said, well... You're not going to be on Slack as much. Maybe that'll be a good thing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. I should take a step back when it really gets to me. Yeah. I mean, my core self, as I said a minute ago, doesn't want to lose. And so once they know, everybody should come around to my way of thinking right. and not be a dick. But that's impossible. And yeah. just our familiarity breeds contempt. And so, absolutely. yes, the, the real answer to my solution probably is... When this happens, to step back or just in general step back preemptively some. And yeah. Interesting. God, I tell you, with all the talking, I just have all these thoughts pop in my head and then they leave like that because you go on to something else that I want to comment on. Uh, It was something about always wanting to win the conversation. And that's a, that's a, that, I feel like I haven't always been that way, but maybe I have, but uh-huh. I've definitely noticed it in the last 10 years or so. And I actually feel it's, uh, in some way, uh, our, uh, our careers right. that, uh, I used to have this thing about how staff meetings were the worst because everybody feels like they have to have the last word because we are in charge of our own little worlds. Right. Um, and we can't 
we can't just have a meeting with each other because we all think we're in charge. And I feel like that's now blossomed into this whole, like, I'm always right because I'm the one who has this some great fount of knowledge or some bullshit. You know, it's dumb. Yeah. It's no, dumb, I, but... I don't know. That's a different thing, though, because that's colleagues. That's a whole different structure. Oh, I just You're fear talk- that, that that fact about how we act now as colleagues has infected me to the point that I am that way with my friends. Like, I feel like I have to have the last word. I'm the one that everybody, you know, defer, should defer to. And when my right. friends don't, I take it personally. Yeah. Uh, this is tan... Oh, man, I struggle with this word. Tangential. Tangential. Tangent- Chili. Tangential. <laughs> yeah, but no, I want an adverb. Tangentially related? Tangentially, yeah. Uh, tangentially related? Yes. Um, is, <clears throat> I'm tr- I was trying to think, like, to connect with you in some way or another about ways in which I've been ostracized before. I mean, uh, I-, I have one up on the tip of my tongue, one I know I want to talk about, but specifically, like, to the extent you're... I remember one time when I was like in high school, me and my friends went camping and it was when we didn't uh, uh, get high very often. So it was a big event and we we all just got too super stoned and it was like dark out and everybody had flashlights except me and they were all pointing them in my face and it was just overwhelming. And I remember that was like the one time I was like, I'm done with you guys. I left. I went and slept in the car and I didn't talk to them for like the rest of the weekend or something. And it's very, you know, it is, is traumatic. And that was back when you're you're younger and you you're much closer with your family and you've got that support system uh-huh. to be ostracized by a group of friends is tough uh, any way you cut it yeah um, you know nowadays I don't know I don't talk about my personal life much to the point because I dislike being ostracized so much yeah um, which is a whole nother barrel of monkeys <laughs> but you know something that everybody knows uh, most of my friends most of my colleagues know about me is like I do not really want to get married I do not really want to have kids and just that simple stuff the way you can get ganged up on by something that is just so normative right. in society you know that's probably where I get most frustrated but it's a slow process. You know, I've got hilarious jokes that self-deprecate myself as a defense mechanism. Right. But it's just like, because I don't know. And maybe you haven't stumbled upon this, but maybe this is, it's like also then when you try to defend yourself, then you sound even worse. Right. You know? Oh yeah. If you try to speak up and be like, you're being a dick and then, you know, they can be, well, I wasn't being serious and mm-hmm. you're taking it too seriously. And you know, yeah, it goes That's into the problem. It's just yeah. like so easy to be like, oh, I, you know, we're friends. And that is the, the tough part with the friends. If right. you can't talk like that to your friends, who can you talk? Right. To? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what they're going to fall back on is yeah. like, and it's once again, how none of us want to be wrong. Right. You know, if you get called out on being an asshole, you're immediately going to defend. No, I wasn't being an asshole. You're the one taking it too seriously. And, right. And it, yeah. It, uh, yeah, that makes for a frustrating dynamic. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, are there any, uh, I'm not sure we got to the bottom of it. I'm not sure we can get to the I mean, bottom I, of I that. would say I feel better about my situation, but fuck my friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> obviously. That's where we live. You know, it's like if, if you can't say, well, fuck you every once in a while, but then still come back together and move on from there, then... Ah, I remember one of the great points I was going to ask. Okay. Wonderful. I was glad. Okay. I was kept hoping we were going to talk until I got back to it. All right. Is there an opportunity? Because I have a beloved uncle, my, 
maybe my favorite uncle. I don't know if we're ranking them. If you guys want me to do a ranking of my uncles right here, but I, I really like. I really connect to this guy. Okay. But there is one thing that we we differ on greatly. One of my keys to happiness in life is to avoid confrontation. Okay. I really just unless it's it's joke oriented, but yeah. like I cannot stand relationship uh, uh, difficulties. Confrontations, uh, battles of will, if you if you will, uh, terrible wording. <laughs> um, it, you know, I'm the kind of guy who, if if you know somebody gives me something wrong at a restaurant, I probably will not go back and ask for them to change it. I just I'm not a big confrontation guy. Um, do you think? And, and the reason I brought up my uncle is because you know he's on his third wife now, okay. a lovely lady, and I've and I've known two two was two of his wives. And, you know, I consider them both my aunts and they're both great ladies. But something about him, he likes the up and down. He likes the the <clears throat> get along, then not get along, then argue about it, then reconcile. And do lots you of think people a part thrive of you, on conflict. Paul, do you think there's a part of you that likes that abuse, for lack of a better word? That you deleted your Slack account, you uh-huh. said you were happy, but you missed your friends a little bit. Right. Well... There's other you could have texted them one at a time. You could have avoided the group, group gang up, but right. now you went right back to. Do you think there's a part of you that enjoys that? Maybe. Okay. And um, I would say that there's a part of me that I have somewhat probably admitted the fact that there's plenty of times when I am part of ganging up on somebody else potentially. Okay. Um, I've tried to identify when that's happened and even yeah. talked to the, the one or two people individually and said, yeah. "Hey, have I done this?" Uh-huh. You know, like to, to see how their re- like what their perspective is. Yeah. Um, and by and large, I ha- I think that they say, "No, I haven't noticed you doing this." Okay. So maybe I'm not yeah. actually. Um, but or maybe you we just don't, don't have always good jokes. That go- <laughs> Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I would say, no, I don't like the abuse. It's just that I feel that there are too many advantages outside of the abuse among my group. The things that we talk about, the Uh the jokes that we share that aren't directed necessarily personally, but maybe they are and I'm just not cognizant of it. Right. And yeah, so you're probably not wrong. There's probably something about that. Well, I'm connecting it back to, and I imagine, you know, I'm going to take a, a, a leap here and say that, you know, I think you did say I've had relationships in the past. I don't think you said one relationships in the past that you self-sabotage because you couldn't understand why the girl would like you if your friends wouldn't like you. Well, that is one of the clearest signs going back to psych 101 of people who enjoy the hurt and the recover is to be in a good relationship or be in a healthy relationship ruin it feel bad get the sympathy because and then hit that and i think as i've stated on here you know that first three months six months of a new relationship is like the best high in the world yeah so you go you and you like i'm not saying you are i'm just saying that if if i would clarify a time of that that would lend credence maybe you like i would clarify i don't think i was i wasn't able to verbalize that until recently and maybe i never really did that but I will say that I went through a period of and um, it wouldn't be a relationship that would last any time at all it would be like literally second date Uh I would shy away from someone who seemed to want to get together with me again and at the time I didn't know why I was doing it I think I sometimes chalked it up to oh I'm afraid of commitment or oh I didn't really like that person and they liked me too much but now looking back is what I when I verbalize I wonder if I 
sabotage that, meaning I wonder if I shied away from certain relationships because at the time I couldn't trust that they actually liked me and I wasn't willing to let myself be liked. I, I didn't have any realization of that at the time. At yeah. the time, I just wouldn't call somebody back um, and I maybe at the time, if I put myself in my shoes back then, feel like I couldn't even tell you why I didn't. Like I said, oh, I'm just not into her. Right. But now I look back and say, wait, was I not into this person simply because I didn't trust that they liked me? Yeah. And so I sometimes I wonder if that statement is actually like a nuclear option against some of my friends. Like if I, if I said that to one of my friends, he'd probably break down crying to think he might have caused that for me. Yeah. And so is that just a weapon I've come up with to get back at somebody for picking on me, which is stupid and yeah. really, really shitty of me. Right. But I also do wonder looking back, wait, did I not call that person back because I just didn't think they really liked me? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, I really liked you. I was super into you. And okay. so I, I do recently just wonder that. So yes, you might, you might very well be right that that yeah. is lending credence to that, but also I think it might just be more, it took me some time to realize, oh, that's why I wasn't yeah. into that person at the time. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, this isn't yeah. exactly revolutionary, but life is tough. I, yeah. I'm trying to think like, you know, it works with my friends a lot of times, or at least I think it does. But I think really the best you can hope for for yourself is is to just be honest and, and say outright, you know, if you had said to those girls, I don't think you're that into me and just gotten clarification, it probably would have gone over better. If yeah. you're continually saying this to your friends, you know, I don't know online etiquette. Is there any way you could like put like a, a, a Garfield emoji next to your <laughs> thing and be like, uh-oh, boss is having a Monday. Like we know – do people not do that? Like – the last That's time I used super social media good. was like AIM, remember away messages. Hey, like I'm grumpy, intern. Yeah, that's actually a really good suggestion. Yeah. That like maybe I could say I'm as long as you don't overuse it. Now this is another this is another topic entirely. Yeah. That right, like yeah. I'm easily triggered today, and I'd like to talk someday about the triggering phenomenon of the last couple. I of years. wouldn't because talking about it triggers me. <laughs> I'm sort of pissed you brought it up. <laughs> But I'm saying, so, like, I'm like, oh, you're I, right. But wait a second. No, I'm against it. So I'm not joking. And there's no way for you to prove otherwise. So, no, we're not talking about it. Hey. Because it triggers me. And you don't know what's going on in my head, Paul. And there's no way for you to prove that it doesn't trigger me. So we're not talking about it. Get it off your mind. Leave it alone. What are we talking about? Trigger. Being triggered. No, what? I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not following the bit here. What? <laughs> um... Uh, if you can't be honest, I mean, you know, at what point does the the quality of your conversation and the quality of your inside jokes overcome the distress of having to tell your friends to quit being dicks yes, every month? Absolutely. That's the equation yeah, you would break it down. That to. is exactly it, and that's what I. And I don't know. Are you pouring yourself out? Are you looking for new friends to replace these? Are you like? I mean, you gotta ask yourself uh, if you're in it for the long haul with these friends. Right. Then I think you I mean, either suck it up or right. or make a declarative statement, and right. then it's on their hands. Right. You know. But then, like I was saying, the human condition's uh, confusing because if you say that to them, they may lie to themselves, they may overlook it, they may misunderstand you, and they may agree to it and come to some understanding, and then a month later you're back at the same spot by no ill will. Right. You know. Currently, I'm. We've in the been through of, that cycle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, 
problem with a family member where it's it's like I, if I'm not talking to somebody um, it, and it's because every time we talk, they're like maybe vitriolic to, towards me or, or, you know, diminutive or angry when I speak with them. Yeah. I feel like that's an active decision to be shitty towards somebody. Okay. Yeah. And then we're not talking about jokes here versus a, I may not talk to you, but that's not being actively shitty. That's just removing yourself from the situation. Yes. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Maybe. Oh, and yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah. What one thing that I'm wrestling with that, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, trying to decide. Have a friend draft. Point. Pick the best one. <laughs> start a coup. Play a right. Role, you know. We're starting a competing slack <laughs> and getting rid of. That you know. would go over so well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, would, mm-hmm. that would just turn into like a Game of Thrones like subplot. Just, <laughs> just see. Could, God, could you imagine like drafting friends? You either win or die. Yeah. I, yeah. Or just get made fun of and all the stuff comes out of the closet. And, right. I mean. Yeah, there's got to be stuff you don't talk about. So in your group of friends, like you self you self admitted today on this show, you were like, if I explained what pissed me off so much this morning, you guys would laugh at it. Us, me, and the readers. But uh, Paul, have they ever touched on things where, you, or have you, or have others of your friends made fun of other of your friends, the ones we don't know, where it crossed the line of of not like personal. You know, oh, you made fun of a comic book. Oh, they're always making fun of my comic books. Has anybody ever been like, oh, your mother killed herself because cancer drove her mad and her dad, your dad left your family because he couldn't deal with you? But like, did they ever cross that line? No. Okay, I would say so we're not no. talking that. Right, exactly. Well, dude, you've oh, got from that the beginning, going for you. From the beginning, I said it was more about death by a thousand cuts. It's okay. not, you know, yes, on the one hand, if the content is always harmless, then what the fuck is my problem? But then, you know, in the end, the reason that I'm upset about a fucking comic book comment is because of the 100 other comments yesterday, you know, that, and, and I mean, that comes back to, I feel I am responsible for my reaction, right? but my reaction, you know, is what it is. It is what it is. And sometimes you can't help how you react. And which means I have, I have decisions to make in the future. You're right. I have to decide what the equation is between advantage and disadvantage. And perhaps I take a break again. And I need to recognize that I could, I don't have to delete my account or nuclear option. I can just stay away from a while. Exactly. So what is it about me that can't stay away from a while for a while? Why is it that I have to delete my account to actually get away from this for a minute? That is the better question. Right. That, That really is. Sure. And it comes down to, my own self image and self worth and you know like oh if I cut these people off then what have I got that kind of thing or you know is it really that I yeah I mean I I would very much just think about if you cut them all off you still get to hang out with a god yourself (laughs) how cool is that well, I'm not Mormon, so after <laughs> death, I'm screwed, man. Duh, who cares? You won't know. It's not like you're watching yourself be screwed. Yeah. You just don't know. You, well, what if I wind up on one of their planets because they're Mormon? No, they're not Mormon, but I'm saying, you know, just what if? Paul, what Paul, if? Okay. Paul, if you are what ifing, you are going to be the master of your own planet in the cosmos when we die. Oh, sweet. I'm going to become one of your friends and make fun of you about that every day until you kill yourself just to see you're not a, a, a God rearing 
or a planet rearing god. And see, I'd be into that. You okay. know, <laughs> I would take that kind of. I hope you kill yourself. More than that comic uh, book is stupid. You know what? Uh, this is the last thought because yeah. I don't know. Do, do you feel we're running out of material? Oh, no. I think that I've, I've talked it okay. out and feel good about myself yeah. now. And this goes back to, you know, <laughs> a very uh, polarizing uh, figure. But, uh, you know, Louis C.K., I remember talking about a, uh, uh, you know, the online stuff. Yeah. Do you think this would be different if let's say every conversation, all one thousand cuts, yeah. every single one of them, yes, was done at a bar with your friends in the room, so you could see their bright, adorable smiles as they said it. I'm going to say ninety nine percent yes. Okay. There's a like a and Fuck yes, you idiot generation. I know that are living. I know on what it's is wrong so with you people. It, it yeah. I get that. Int- I know cognizant yeah. entirely that... When you don't see the person, you don't yeah. see their face, you make it all you up in your head. The exactly. You, the shit you make up in your head, people, is not good. Yeah. It's wrong. That's what this bad. really comes down to. It we really just does. spent an hour talking about this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and we could have... That's not true. Out. We spent 10 minutes on vanity license plates. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but we could have ended this with, oh, it was online. Well, then it's all bullshit. Yeah. Because it is so difficult those, to those, read. I hate to intent. tell you, Paul, those aren't your friends yeah those are versions of your friends right i'm sure on your vacation you know next week or whenever you go it will be fine like because oh, yeah. absolutely front of i cannot like, wait yeah. to go on vacation with exactly. them which is why i don't want to bring this up now yeah. you know because absolutely yes absolutely it's so stupid the online the social media all that stuff thanks right. for joining us see us at every day i'm different on twitter And hopefully on Facebook soon. For Paul Patrick, I'm Van Kelly. Thanks for joining us, guys. Take care.